welcome back. So glad to have you today. You're going to be happy you stopped by because we have Hall of Fame speaker Bob Berg. His book, The Go-Giver, get this, has sold over 975,000 copies and been translated into 29 languages. This is a man we definitely want to learn from. Welcome, Bob. Hey, what a nice introduction. Thank you, Jill. Thanks for having me with you. You are so welcome. And you know, you are so well known for um, really being uh, one who practices giving, who teaches others how to give and how to create influence for that and referrals through that and all kinds of great things. Would you start us out with maybe, you know, one of your biggest points, why is giving so important? Well, first, you know, I think uh, it's probably good to go to back to what we really mean by giving in this case, because uh, we're not really talking about giving charity, although that's a high value and I hope everybody does that. But in the in the business sense, what we're really talking about when we say giving is simply focusing on providing immense value to others. That's really what it comes down to. So when we can move from an I focus or me focus to an other focus, looking for ways to benefit others, to discover what they need, what they want, what they desire, to help them overcome or solve their challenges, to help bring them closer to happiness, okay? When we can do that, people naturally feel good about us. They, you know, they, they uh, wanna get to know us. They like us, they trust us. They wanna be in relationship with us they want to do business with us if that's you know if that's if that's um appropriate uh and they definitely want to talk to others about us and be our personal walking ambassador so so there's nothing when we talk about being a, a giver or a go-giver uh there's nothing about it that is magical or mystical or anything like that it really makes sense you know obviously you know when you are genuinely authentically focused on that other person, they pick up on that and they want to be, you know, that that's, you're the, the type of person they want to be involved with. Yeah, I, I think that's obviously really important. And, and we aren't just talking about business. And I, I think also, uh, I really want everyone to hear this isn't charity, right? I mean, I think that's interesting distinctions. Yeah, I mean, again, charity is a great thing but that's not what we're talking about in this instance uh, in terms of, uh, of giving. We're talking about it more in the business context. Yes, and you're, you're really known for this. Can I just ask you, how did it get started? How did this whole go-giving piece get started for you? Well, years ago, um, uh, I um, had a book called Endless Referrals. This was really back in the, the day. And I have it. I, I love it for a long time. So, you know, this is back the early days when we were both in national speakers associate. Well, we still are, but, but back when we were really first and uh, that was, you know, my first big book and it was a, it was, it was a how-to book. It was a book for um, salespeople and entrepreneurs who knew they had a great product or service. They knew it brought wonderful value to, to their customers and clients, but they may not have felt comfortable with the idea of going out into their communities and building the kind of relationships that led to people wanting to do business with them directly and referring them to others. So the, so Endless Referrals was a step-by-step, -step, very confidence-building system uh, in terms of how to do that. And uh, it was, you know, it was a successful book, but it was, again, it was a how-to book. Uh, but throughout the years, I'd always read a lot of parables. 
um, and always love them, right? And, and because I think, and, and you know, you know this because you're an expert storyteller, that stories connect on a deeper level, on a real heart-to-heart level. Uh, there's an old saying from the sages, words that come from the heart enter the heart. And I, I think through story, it, it's much easier to do that. And I thought, what if we could take the basic premise of, the, of endless referrals, which is that all things being equal, people will do business with and refer business to those people they know, like, and trust and put it into parable form. So the first thing I asked was, okay, so what is the essence of that person who's able to both quickly and sustainably build those no like and trust relationships. And it always came down to their givers. They're always looking for ways to give value to others. They always have the interests of the other person first, not in a self-sacrificial way or a martyrish way, not at all. It's just understanding that that is what business and relationship building is all about. And so we said, okay, so they're givers, the go giver. But the best thing I did for the book, though, was to ask John David Mann, who it was the editor-in-chief of a magazine I used to write for, and who people within that niche knew was a brilliant, brilliant writer. Now he's very well known, and he's the, the ghostwriter and co-author of numerous New York Times bestselling books. Back then, not so many people knew of him. Fortunately, I was one of them who did. And so I asked him to be the lead writer and storyteller. And so fortunately, he said yes, and, and we collaborated. And that's really how the Go-Giver uh, series and so forth got started. Yeah, but it's, it's really been a cornerstone of your success, which is so exciting. Thank you. Let, let me ask you, what's your favorite parable? Uh, the favorite parable that I've ever read? Well, you said you, yeah, you love parables. So oh, I'm curious, whatever, the, what's your favorite? Wow, that is a, that's a tough question because there have been so many of them that I've loved. Um, John Gordon's uh, No Complaining Rule, or maybe the energy, his book, The Energy Bus, those were, you know, just wonderful ones. Uh, I loved the Go-Givers, I mean, the uh, Go-Giver, the um, One Minute Manager series by Drs. Blanchard and Johnson. Uh, and, you know, you look at books like Ogmandino's Greatest Salesman in the World and some of his others, they were parables in a, in a sense. They weren't the short form parables that we think about in terms of the, but, um, but they were parables and I love them and uh, books like The Richest Man in Babylon by Klassen. And, and so there's been a, a whole bunch of them. It'd be hard for me to whittle that down to just one. There's been so many just great ones. Yeah, I'd almost be concerned if you could come up with it so fast, right? Yeah. <laughs> There's so many beautiful stories and parables, and I love the fact that you're doing it even within yours. Let me just ask you, from the point of, of giving, what's one of the biggest giver stories that you remember from your books or wherever you've read? But let's take one from your Go-Giver book. Well, I remember that, um, oh gosh, it was maybe about six months or so I'm thinking, I'm not exactly sure after the book came out. Remember the book, the first book came out in very early 2008, uh, publishing date 2007, but like December 27th, 2007. So 2008. So we're in the middle of the uh, economic crisis. And so about six months after the book comes out, I get an email from a guy in the Pittsburgh area who is a roofer. Okay. He owns his own roofing company. And he said that like all the other roofers, uh, the, the um, financial disaster just was a total disaster to him, okay? They were all struggling and they were all kind of doing the same thing, trying to pull back and put the least into 
what they were doing in order to try to make the same amount uh, of money. And he read the book and he said, no, I'm going about this wrong. I need to do the exact opposite. I need to find ways of giving more value. Now, remember, giving more value doesn't mean you, you have to spend more money. Okay. And that's the key. He found a way to fulfill a wonderful need for the marketplace without spending money, although it did take time, but that's okay. What he did was he researched and he discovered every aspect of how people needed to make claims with their insurance companies in order to make the process easier and quicker for the insurance companies to pay. So what he would do when he would approach the people in, in the area about being the roofer, what he'd say is aside from the work he could do on the roof was I can also make it much easier and quicker and painless for you to submit and collect your money. And he put a whole system together, whatever. And he said his business just went, I hate to say through the roof, but uh, you know that is basically what happened. So that's a way of just giving more in value, distinguishing yourself in the marketplace through doing that without it costing you any money. Yeah, I love that. Thank you for sharing that because I think a lot of people often will think, oh, I have to, you know, uh, spend so much more. I mean, right. in my book, The Profit of Kindness, what we discovered were those simple acts of kindness, like what you're talking about is giving. It's, it's the same words in different language. Exactly. Guess what? The kinder you are, the more you give people resonate, respond and, and immediately get attracted to that. Right. Absolutely. I love that. Thank <clears throat> you for that. Now, um, I know you're a, an animal lover, so am I. So let me just ask you, you have pets, I'm assuming, right? Um, no, what I do now is I foster. Um, oh. So I'm always fostering uh, rescued kittens until we have them ready to, to, to um, be spayed and neutered and then go to their fur, forever home. Oh, well, that's a beautiful giving, right? Yeah, it's tough. It, it's tough to let them go because, oh my goodness gracious, you fall in love with every single one of them. Uh, and it is difficult. I'm still hurting from the last one, <laughs> but, uh, but you know, it is, it is part of it. Um, uh, my, my cat had, had, uh, uh, passed away about six months ago and that's when I started fostering and I've been doing it ever since. So, um, I'll, I'll continue to do that uh, at least for the foreseeable future. Uh, until another cat like like Calvin, my last one comes along, who's a bit older and not as adoptable. The kittens are easy to, to adopt out, okay? And, but the older ones aren't always. So I'll probably, if I, if I do take on another one, uh, it will be someone like Calvin who was five or six or seven, we think when I got him and, and do that. But for right now, it's most of the, most of the uh, fosters are, are kittens. Oh, I love that. Well, that's a very giving act. And if you were to share with our, uh, with our viewers, you know, what's one way they can start giving more now, right now, what would you recommend? Well, I think that, you know, when we talk about value and giving value, if we define value as the relative worth or desirability of a thing, of something, to the end user or beholder. In other words, what is it about this thing, whether it's a product, a service, a concept, an idea, uh, an introduction, uh, some advice, uh, whatever it happens to be, okay? A helping hand, a smile or whatever, okay? And we, so we define value that way. We understand that value is always in the eyes of the beholder. 
It's not so much what we think is of value or what we think other people should think is of value. It's what they think is of value. So I think when we say, what can we give? We first find out from that other person, we discover what it is that person needs, wants, or desires. And once we know that, then we're in a position to give in a way that's going to be meaningful to them. Oh, that's a great distinction. So it's about what do they need, not what you want to give even right. necessarily, right? Right. Oh, I love now, that. If you have a certain strength, okay. Uh, for instance, let's say you're, you're wonderful at making connections or you're wonderful with empathizing with someone or you're wonderful with uh, whatever it happens to be, okay? You'll probably attract those people into your life who that is what they find to be of value. And that's wonderful. But I think it always begins with that, that other person. I call it being inwardly motivated uh, and outwardly focused. Beautiful. Thank you for that. I think that's really helpful for everyone to hear. So speaking of really being helpful, I know that you always want to be helpful. How can our viewers uh, get a hold of you? Uh, they can visit me at Berg, and that's B-U-R-G dot com. And there's lots of, you know, resources there. To, so, so come on out and hang around and have some fun. Oh, well, thank you, Bob. Thank you so much for being here today. I really always appreciate the opportunity to be with you. And I, and I, I just love everything you do and everything you are and appreciate you so much, Jill. Oh, thank you. And thank you everybody for tuning in. Keep tuning in, keep giving and go visit jilllublin.com slash publicity and check out all kinds of great free publicity resources. And I will see you all next time. Bye-bye everyone.